This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Welcome to the Living Waters Christian Center, where it's our mission to unveil the beauty of Christ through the preaching of the gospel of grace. Good morning. Uh, welcome, amen, to our service today. We are once again online. Uh, God's got something great in store for us as we move forward and we secure another building. But in the meantime, God still has a word for us. He still wants to feed us. He still loves us, still wants to nurture us uh, through our Sunday morning service. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. So we're going to jump right into it. All right. We're going to um, jump, come out of our uh, scripture today is Romans 14, 17. We used it last week. We're going to use it again as a starting point and see what thus saith the Lord to us today. Amen. All right. I'm reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible, all right? Romans 14, 17, Paul was dealing with um, questions and criticisms from one Christian to another, and he was trying to settle what is Christianity really all about, all right? Uh, some say it's about what you eat. Some say uh, you don't do this, you don't do that, all right? He was, he was boiling it down to what we're about to read right now, all right? So here we go. Reading from Romans 14, 17, I'm coming from the Amplified Version. So more modern and um, descriptive version of the Bible to help our understanding, okay? Here we go. All right, so Paul says to the church at Rome, he says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, what one likes, but of righteousness and of peace and of joy in the Holy Spirit. The King James Version says, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, saints, God's been dealing with me about living on the cutting edge of his will, really enjoying the fullness of my salvation and us enjoying the fullness of our salvation. It seems like we deal with a lot of things, and excuse me for saying this, from a carnal standpoint or an unspiritual standpoint or just as the world deals with the difficulties of life. We as Christians, I as a Christian, tend to not live above the mundane things of every day. You know, obviously I have to get up and go to work tomorrow and I have to pay bills and I have to do things like that. But there's a way to go about this that God wants us to truly live out the fullness, understand the full benefits, utilize all of the blessings and things available to us as Christians that we might truly live our best life in Christ. At times, it is difficult for people to see the difference between me and someone who's a non-believer because at times I deal with the difficulties, the challenges of life, just as someone who doesn't know Christ. And God was trying to remind me of whose I am. I'm his, I'm Christ's, and all the benefits, all the things that he has uh, died to give me and give us that we might live above the fray, that we might be distinctive in our lifestyles. All right. So with that said, next slide, please. A title today is the kingdom realities, the kingdom 
realities that we as Christians don't always grasp or understand or remind ourselves if we do know about the kingdom realities that we as Christians should operate in, that there should be a distinctiveness between our lifestyles and the lifestyle of those who don't know Christ, all right? Uh, we should live in a way where we actually enjoy our days, that we're not miserable all the time, that we're not in pain all the time, that we're not frustrated all the time, that we're not woe is me all the time. Yes, we're human. Yes, we experience things that non-believers experience, but we should experience them in a way that is different because we understand whose we are, and we're going to deal with that today. The kingdom realities. Won't you join me as I pray before God uses me to share this message? Amen. Here we go. Father God, we thank you and praise you and bless you because you do all things well. Thank you for even giving us the opportunity to have service online, to gather virtually, Lord God. Father God, we know that one day soon you will have us gather again in person and also have those that join us online as well. In the meantime, Lord God, we need a word from you. This task you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Feed us today. Use me today for your praise, your glory, and your honor that we might be fed and filled to overflowing by the end of this service. We thank you today. We praise you because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, those in agreement with that prayer just now say amen. Hallelujah. The kingdom realities. Let's deal with it now. Next slide, please. All right, we're going to revisit these words we looked at last week. There's a little different bend on these words this week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at them and, and, and see if we can incorporate that into our day-to-day -day life and understanding as Christians so that we might have a life that is more fulfilling. All right, we, we, we don't quite live up to our privilege. We have a privilege Jesus died to give us, and he wants us to live in that privilege. All right, not live like we don't know him. We've not been saved. We don't know our Heavenly Father. We don't know our Savior. We don't have the Holy Spirit. But to live like we understand those things, and we are privileged, we are blessed, amen, and to live on that level every single day, despite the challenges you and I face every day. So let's look at it. So righteousness, so the kingdom of God is not meat or drink. So it's not about what you eat or what you drink. It's not about not eating pork or, or, uh, or this or that, amen. It's about righteousness. This word righteousness is dikeusene, all right, in the, in the Greek, because we're coming from the New Testament portion of the Bible, amen. It means judicial approval or the verdict of approval. There's a verdict over our lives that we have been approved, a judicial or a legal, a spiritually legal verdict. We have been approved by God. Now, in the New Testament, it's the approval of God, of God, the divine approval. We as Christians have been approved by God because Jesus died in our place. We live like we've not been approved by God. We're trying to earn our Heavenly Father's love. 
when we have it, we had it even when we were dead in our trespasses and sins. How do we know? Because he sent Christ to die for us. For God so loved the world, even in the state we were in, that he gave his only begotten son. We have his divine approval once we accept Christ's death as full payment for our sins, past, present, and future. We have his divine approval. We need to stop living as Christians like we don't have God's approval. And we do that because we've brought Christianity down to be just like every other religion, a meritocratic religion where we're trying to earn our approval from God. That's not the case. Christianity is distinct. We have God's approval. Once we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, and all of us that are believers have done that already, amen. If you're out there, you're watching today, whether live or on demand, I will give you an opportunity later to join the family of God, to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's the pathway, amen. The Father God, no man, he said, no man cometh unto the Father except through me. And you're going to have the opportunity later, amen. Hallelujah. Imagine Having God's approval, being legally, spiritually, legally, hallelujah, with a good verdict of approval over your life, hallelujah. That, would, that should change your perspective right there, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, last week we talked about the Christian lifestyle is peace, amen. Let's look at this word peace, amen, peace, irene in the Greek, amen, peace between individuals, amen, the Christian lifestyle, the walk, amen, the kingdom reality is that we should be at harmony between not only us and God, we have his approval, this harmony between us, but between human being and human being, hallelujah, this defeats racism, hallelujah, irene, there should be harmony, this defeats sexism, irene, hallelujah, this defeats every ism, hallelujah, glory to God, uh, colorism, amen, culturalism, hallelujah, irene, peace between individuals, i.e. harmony, concord, that's unity, oneness, concert, amen, it is also security, safety, prosperity, how can I truly be at peace unless I've been blessed even from a material standpoint, hallelujah, there are times where we suffer, where we don't have uh, everything that we need, amen, in this fallen world, amen, but God's a provider, he always provides, hallelujah, glory to God, felicity, amen, intense happiness, amen, God desires you to have an overall good well-being that includes an intense happiness, amen, not so much, hallelujah, that everything's going to go your way, hallelujah, but that God provides an answer for our challenges daily, if we allow him, hallelujah. In a Hebraistic sense, amen, it has to do with the health, welfare of an individual. So this word, hallelujah, as we talked about last week, coincides with the Hebrew word shalom, hallelujah. So an overall well-being, including a harmony, a concord between us and God and between us and our fellow man or fellow woman, hallelujah. Glory to God. The kingdom realities is that we walk, amen, hallelujah, knowing we have a verdict of approval from God. We, we, he approves us. He loves us. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Number two, amen, that we walk in concert with God. Hallelujah. And thus, hallelujah, we can walk in concert with our fellow man that we don't have to walk around uh, with an inferiority complex or a superiority. 
uh, superiority complex that we flow with everyone. That doesn't mean we agree with everything that everyone else says, but we're able to get along with others. We're able to walk at peace with our fellow man as we now, or at least we should, walk at peace with God. Hallelujah. Let's look at another kingdom reality. Amen. It's the word joy, akara, hallelujah, in the Greek. Amen. It's an awareness of God's grace. The church has failed in this area that we're not aware of God's grace. We, if you don't believe that you have God's approval, then you're not aware of God's grace. Amen. Hallelujah. We as Christians, I'm talking about worldwide Christianity, amen, are still trying to earn God's approval. Hallelujah. Thus, we don't have the joy we should because we're not aware of his grace that his son died for all our sins, past, present, and future. Joy, hallelujah, comes from being aware of God's grace. It also means grace recognized. We must recognize the grace of God. Hallelujah. Rejoice because of grace. Hallelujah. We should be saying hallelujah. Hallelujah. All my sins have been forgiven past, present, and future. Amen. I am accepted by God. Even if others don't accept me. Hallelujah. The creator of heaven and earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Sent his son to come and die for you and me. Amen. I have his approval. Amen. I'm loved. I'm accepted. Hallelujah. He takes me as I am. He loves me so much, hallelujah, that he won't give up on me. Hallelujah. And he continues to mature you and I. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That we might come into an understanding of the kingdom realities and live a life, hallelujah, to its fullness. Hallelujah. With his joy every single day. Not because of the happenings, amen, out in the world, but because I know my Savior lives. He loves me. Hallelujah. Father God loves me. Hallelujah. Joy recognized. Rejoice because of grace. Joy because of grace. It also means calm delight. That even nothing exciting is going around, going on around me. There's calm delight that's in me. Where is depression when I aware of God's grace? Where is despair when I'm aware of God's grace? Where is every negative emotion when I'm aware of God's grace? When my reality is that I have a Savior who died for me. Joy. We keep defining joy by worldly standards. I got this much money in the bank. I got this job. I got that. And all those things are not bad things, but we can't build our hope on earthly things. They're nice. And God does want to bless us. But our foundation, those things should be built on top of our foundation, but our foundation should be God's demonstrated love towards us. And that's through the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Kingdom realities. Next slide, please. Saints, did you know that you are a new creature in Christ? You're a new creature. You are not the same. I know for years I didn't operate. I didn't live like I was a new creature. I was 
a Christian, but not understanding that I'm, I'm something different now, something better now. Let's deal with this. You're a new creature in Christ. We're talking about the kingdom realities today. Next slide, please. Very familiar scripture. We're coming out of the Amplified Version of the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Hallelujah, this is Perch, uh, excuse me, this is Paul talking to the church at Corinth. Hallelujah. Let's see what he has to say to the church here. Amen. Hallelujah. See, and Paul was answering many questions that they had for him and dealing with many uh, situations that they had at the church. Amen. And this is what he says. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Amplified Version reads, Therefore, if anyone, if anyone, if anyone, if anyone in, is in Christ, that is grafted in, now we're joined in Christ. See, he's divine. He's the true vine. We're grafted in, joined to him by faith. We're grafted in by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. As Savior, he is a new creature. We are, if anyone, even for those of you who are unbelievers today, amen, at the end of the service, I'm going to offer you an invite, hallelujah, to be a part of the family of God, to be a part of Christ, amen, hallelujah, to have him as your Lord and Savior, amen. If anyone that is grafted and joined to him by faith, you, you, if unbelievers, you're going to make a choice by faith today, hallelujah, in him as Savior, he is a new creature, hallelujah. This new creature reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Man was separate. Adam made a choice to live separate from God. So his spirit died that day because the Holy Spirit and Adam's human spirit were no longer joined. So when we're reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit takes residence. Once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Spirit of Christ, or the Holy Spirit takes residence. In our inner man and rejoins with our human spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. It all comes from God anyway. Hallelujah. But the human spirit separated from God is fallen man. Hallelujah. So we're new create new creature now. The Holy Spirit takes residence in our inner man. The real us. Our spirit. Hallelujah. On the inside. Hallelujah. That spark. That life force. Amen. Now our life force is connected to the eternal source of life by way of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are a new creature. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition right now in this fallen world, every person that walks the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Save for some of us Christians. Amen. Some of us still have our own. Hallelujah. Have our own moral ideas. Some think it's okay to steal and be a Christian. Some think it's okay to lie and be a Christian. Some think it's okay to uh, for casual sex and to be a Christian. We all have our own moral thoughts and we justify the things we do, including myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in Christ, hallelujah, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away that the Holy Spirit on an ongoing basis unveils to us those things that are in line with God's will for our healthy spiritual life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening, awakening brings new life. The Holy Spirit is trying to cause us to be spiritually awakened. This is a kingdom reality that we're a new creature and that the Holy Spirit brings about a spiritual awakening to our being, to our understanding, to our morality. 
that we might live in the kingdom reality and living on the cutting edge of God's will. Hallelujah. Some of our struggles is that our morality is at odds with what the Holy Spirit's trying to reveal to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our choices as human beings, our moral choices, our philosophies are at odds with God. And thus we, hallelujah, a lot of times forfeit the benefits that are there for us because we're trying to do it our way instead of letting him have his way. Hallelujah. Let me give you a quick example in my own life this week. Amen. I have a extra income source that I'm involved in and God gave me a plan on what I should do to be successful. I decided, no, Lord, I know better. I'm going to do it this way and then I'll do it your way when it, when this and that and that and the third happens. I did not have the success, amen, on Monday that I should have. When I decided to do it his way, success on Wednesday, success on Friday. Why is it as, as a human being, I decided that I wanted to do it my way? That's the part of the human condition. That was me living beneath my privilege and missing out on the blessings that God had for me because I wasn't flowing with the plan. He didn't make me do anything. He was trying to unveil it to me. We have a choice. We're free will moral, moral angels. Hallelujah. But when I decided to do it his way, I found the success Jesus died to give me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at these words, these definitions. Next slide, please. New, we're a new creature or a kahinos in the Greek, amen. New in quality, innovation, innovation meaning trans transformation and metamorphosis. We've been changed. Our spirit is now in connection with the life force, hallelujah, through the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Fresh in development, we are freshly being developed, amen, or opportunity, because not found exactly like before. We're different than before. Whether we know it or not, we have been changed. All things are new. Previously non-existent to be non-existent begin to be far different from what they were before. God wants our lives to be far different than what they were before. This is a part of the sanctification process. This is a part of the renewal process process where we live a better life hallelujah than we did before not earning God's approval but because we have God's approval we don't have to be miserable is your day-to-day -day life miserable we don't have to be we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us see we relegate as Christians let me pick on myself I've I used to relegate the Holy Spirit to just church service where we're dancing and shouting and those are good things, amen. But when we box the Holy Spirit in to just dancing and shouting instead of a day-to-day -day, uh, helper, comforter, one called alongside to help us with our day-to-day -day life, hallelujah, glory to God, then we miss out on God's best. Hallelujah. And thus we can, it can result in misery, pain, suffering, undue pain, undue suffering, all right, hallelujah, we're being, we're new, hallelujah, creature, amen, tissus in the Greek, amen, hallelujah, is used of, of, of man regenerated to give a new and higher spiritual nature to through Christ, we have a new and higher spiritual nature available to us through Christ, nature, 
our will, our intellect, our emotions, amen, hallelujah, are being renewed through Christ. They are now being connected to us uh, by way of the Holy Spirit. We are a something different. We are being made. We are being shaped, amen, hallelujah, our perspectives, our morality, our thinking, our emotional health, amen, our mental health, amen, our bodily health. We are being renewed with a new nature in Christ. We don't have to live like we lived before. Hallelujah. We can live above and beyond. We need to stop looking at our worldly lives like they were so much better and know that there's something far above and beyond what we've ever experienced by way of the Holy Spirit. We're a new creature in Christ. You are different in Christ, but we have to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. He's not going to force his way upon us, his, what he wants for us. And I know there's been plenty of times when I've just hushed the Holy Spirit or quenched the Holy Spirit. So we think we, we relegate quenching the Holy Spirit to being in church and not prophesying. No, we quench the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day -day basis. We, Pastor Brown, I'm learning, I'm growing. I hope you're getting something out of this today by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're new, new nature in Christ. We have a new nature in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Galatians 6.15. Paul is dealing with uh, law and grace throughout this book to the church at uh, Galatia. Hallelujah. Paul says here, for neither is circumcision anything. There were those who believed that uh, the Jews who are the circumcision, uh, the circumcision as at the bottom here, I put some definitions. This is the peritome. Hallelujah. The visible sign of God's covenant in the Old Testament was for the male to have his uh, male reproductive organ uh, cut or circumcised as a sign. Anytime there's bloodshed in the Old Testament, and in this case on the body, a covenant means to cut. Amen. When blood is shed, it means you're entering into a covenant and it ultimately points towards what Christ would do at the cross. So here he's saying it's not about uh, having the old covenant relationship with God as the Jews did. Hallelujah. For neither circumcision anything of any importance, nor uncircumcision. Uncircumcision, hallelujah, is akarob ostia. Hallelujah in the Greek is a person outside of God's uh, covenant. Amen. So it would be the Gentiles who did not have an old covenant relationship with God, representing the opportunity from God to belong to him by personally receiving his offer of salvation through the seed, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Amen. So he's saying whether you had a previous relationship with God through the old covenant or you don't have a relationship with God. Hallelujah. You, you, you're not in covenant with him. Covenant relationship. Hallelujah. But only, hallelujah, he said, oh, these things don't mean anything. He said, but only a new cre creation, which is the result of the new birth, which we just spoke about, a spiritual transformation, a new nature in Christ. So he's saying both Jew and Gentile, it takes, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit coming into our lives, amen, and bringing about the new nature, which is in Christ, hallelujah, that our will, our intellect, and our emotions, hallelujah, are now being, hallelujah, informed 
fueled, renewed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So I have never been to church before. I don't know anything about church. It doesn't matter, brother or sister. Amen. Once you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, amen, you're on the equal ground. Amen. Those of us who were raised in the church, amen. Hallelujah. And those of us as Christians, we're on the equal ground, hallelujah, as those that had an old covenant uh, relationship with God, the Jews, amen, hallelujah. We are all now the body of Christ, amen, and he is working on us, those of us that have received Jesus as our Lord and Savior, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. And I'm grateful to the Jews because they are the people through which God chose to bring forth Christ, hallelujah, to bless the world, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. New nature that our will, our intellect, and our emotions are now, hallelujah, being impacted by God by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That, uh, let's equate the nature to this. The nature, the will, the intellect, and emotions, the personality, our personalities are now being impacted by the Holy Spirit if we allow it to be. If I was someone who did not get along with people, was always fussy and fighty, always wanted my way, it was selfish and all that, now the Holy Spirit is, and we all have that to a certain degree, the Holy Spirit is now informing me, fueling me, impacting me, to now put those negative portions of my uh, personality, put that away, and now allow him to have his way in me, that now I could be at harmony or arene, with my fellow man, and definitely with God. Amen? Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're moving right along. Hallelujah. You know, saints, we have been bestowed upon us. Uh, what has been bestowed upon us is a glorious grace and favor in Christ. We should enjoy a favor that has been made available to us through Christ on a daily basis. Are you enjoying the favor of God every day? Now, I will tell you, it is an unfair favor, amen. It's a favor that we have as believers, amen, that the non-believer doesn't have, all right? Now, is it available to the non-believer? Certainly. God would have that all would be saved and none would be lost, amen, hallelujah. But there's a favor available to us. We're talking about the kingdom realities. The reality here is that there's a favor available to us, a glorious grace and favor in Christ, all right? Let's take a look at it. Next slide, please. We're in Ephesians 1 through 3. His Paul took her to the church at Ephesus. Amen. They were a more advanced church. Amen. But they still needed Hallelujah Paul's teaching. Amen. And eventually Timothy came on to be the pastor of this church. Amen. Here's Paul making kind of his, and during his opening statement to them, he, he unveils a lot of revelation to them. He says, blessed and worthy of praise be to, be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Let me stop here for a second. Let's deal with these uh, heavenly, uh, spiritual blessings in heavenly places, all right? At the bottom of the page, amen, I have some notes from Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown here. Hallelujah. They say that every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ refers to Christ's ascension into heaven, giving, giving believers access to heavenly citizenship, Heavenly treasures, amen. Jesus talked about in the Sermon in the Mount about making your treasures in heaven and not on the earth where moth and dust, uh, where moth and dust doth corrupt. Hallelujah, glory to God. Heavenly blessed, 
aims and affections. Paul talked about, I set your affection on things above and not things on the earth. Hallelujah. In Colossians. Hallelujah. We have access to heavenly hope. Hallelujah. That we shall live eternally. That we shall live in the uh, uh, new heaven and new earth in the new Jerusalem one day. Hallelujah. Our heavenly uh, inheritance. There, uh, there are rewards or inheritances that will be ours and fully realized in Christ. There, there, there's things we will enjoy on this side of heaven and things we won't enjoy until we are in the blessed state. Amen. And our right to be sealed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That the Holy Spirit was not sealed to anybody in the old covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. He came upon people and then he could lead people. And we think uh, as Christians that the Holy Spirit is still doing that. No, he's sealed to us. He's with us forever. According to uh, John 14, 16, this is, these were the words of Jesus, that he would be with us forever. All right. So these are the kingdom realities. This, this is the every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms. Hallelujah. Let me read on. Just as in his love, he chose us in Christ. Just as in his love, Father God chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own. We didn't choose him. He chose us. Before the foundations of the world, it's not an accident that you are a believer. If you're unbeliever, it's not an accident that you're on here today and hearing a word such as this. Amen. He chose you. God chose you. Yes, hallelujah. There have been times where you might have said, woe is me or why me? Hallelujah. But now, hallelujah, why you today? Because he chose you before the foundations of the world. And he chose us. As believers as well. Hallelujah. So that we would be holy. That is consecrated. Set apart for him. Purpose driven. And blameless in his sight. Do you know as a Christian. That through Christ. Hallelujah. When Father God looks at you. Hallelujah. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. And he sees you as blameless. Woo. Can you receive that reality. We're talking about kingdom realities in Christ. Hallelujah. You are blameless. Why? Because Jesus took the blame. Imagine walking every day knowing you're blameless, not because you earned it, not because you're perfect right now, even though you're a Christian, but because Jesus took the blame. And when Father God looks at you, you are blameless. Where is the harsh, cruel message over the pulpit when we get the understanding that we are blameless? Doesn't mean we're not responsible for our lives, hallelujah, but we stand in a place legally as blameless because Christ took our blame. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Talking about joy, hallelujah. Glory to God, being aware of his grace, hallelujah. I'm blameless. Somebody say out there, I'm blameless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In his sight, in Love. Oh, we keep looking for love in the wrong places. It's in Christ. It's not even in Pastor Brown. It's in Christ. It's not in your husband. It's not in your wife. It's in Christ. God gave me my wife. He gave me my children. He gave me my parents. It's in Christ. He gave me a relationship with all of you. It's in Christ. Christ, hallelujah.
Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 and 5. Hallelujah. He predestined and lovely planned for us to be adopted to himself. This is God's plan. It's not an accident. As his own children through Christ, we are God, Father God's children through Christ. We're talking about kingdom realities today. Hallelujah. In accordance with the kind intention, God is kind, his kind intention and good pleasure of his will to the praise of his glorious grace and favor, which he so freely bestowed upon us in the beloved. The beloved is a nickname for Christ, his son, Jesus Christ. This is my beloved son in whom I well pleased, he said at the River Jordan. Father God said it, hallelujah. That was the first time we saw in scripture where father, son, and spirit were all demonstrated in the same scripture verse, passage of scripture, amen. Hallelujah, the father spoke it, the son was in the Jordan River, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove, hallelujah. Glory to God, the beloved son, hallelujah, hallelujah. We, we, we have this grace and favor, this glorious grace and favor that's available to us as a kingdom reality, which he so freely bestowed on us in the beloved. We were once in Adam, hallelujah, as believers, hallelujah, as non-believers, excuse me, now as believers, we're in Christ. Our blessings come to us because we're in Christ. The curses came to us because we were in Adam. Hallelujah, the beloved. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word bestowed real quick. Next slide, please. Bestowed upon or in the King James Version, it'll say accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. This word is karituo. Hallelujah. In the Greek. And it means highly favored because receptive to God's grace. If we are not receptive to God's grace, we don't flow in his high, high favor. Hallelujah. It's not so much earning it. Christ earned it. We're just embracing it. We have to be receptive to it. Hallelujah. Highly favored. We are highly favored because we're in Christ. We're no longer in Adam. We're in the beloved Christ. Hallelujah. This next one really gets me. Hallelujah. This is the God that we serve. Amen. Not the mean God sending down lightning bolts, but hallelujah. This accepted in the beloved means to pursue with grace. God pursued us. Oh my God. With his grace to compass us with favor, to surround us with favor, to honor us. The God of creation honors us with blessings. This is the kingdom reality that we're not living fully up to. We don't realize, we don't embrace that you have been pursued with grace, that you have been compassed or surrounded with favor, that you are honored with blessings. You're accepted in the beloved. Somebody say hallelujah. We're talking about the kingdom realities. This is should be our day-to-day reality. I walk in favor. I am surrounded by grace. Because of Jesus Christ, he took my blame, he gave me these blessings. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. In him we have redemption, that is our deliverance and salvation. In him being Christ, 
in Christ we have redemption. That is our deliverance and salvation through his blood. We have our deliverance and salvation, hallelujah, through Christ's blood, which paid, which paid. I don't know about you, but when you pay for something and you walk out the store with it, it's yours. Which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness. His blood was the currency that paid for our sins. As Christians, we act like, hallelujah, Jesus did not pay for our sins. They're paid for. Nothing else needs to be added to it. They're paid in full. He was not on a layaway plan. He paid for it and overpaid for it. Matter of fact, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. We, we see in the story of, um, oh my God, hallelujah, the Good Samaritan, that the Good Samaritan paid for that, uh, uh, paid for the person that he brought to the inn, overpaid for that person's stay there. In the same way, Christ overpaid for our sins. He being so much valuable than all the sins of the whole wide world. Hallelujah. Lord of God. Hallelujah. So we're forgiven. We're blameless. Yes, we are work in progress. But legally, in God's eyes, we're blameless. We are totally forgiven. Our kingdom reality is to walk as we're blameless and that we are totally forgiven. And you would be surprised how Walking in that kingdom reality will transform your day-to-day -day conversation or your day-to-day -day life and behavior. Right thinking leads to right living. All right? Hallelujah. If I believe that I have to gain God's approval and pay for my own sins, hallelujah. Lord God, I'm going to get in trouble, but, you know, this past week or the week before, we had Ash Wednesday. Ashes in the Old Covenant was symbolic of taking the offering, the animal offering that we put on the altar, which ultimately was, was pointing to Christ, whether that participant doing that knew it or not. So taking the remains of what we sacrifice at the altar, all right, taking those ashes and putting them on ourselves to, to and, and what we were really doing as human beings in the Old Testament there was trying to tell God how sorry we were for our sins. It was a sin-conscious act. We're thinking about sin. In the New Covenant, we should be thinking about the grace of God, the blameless position we have in God, the total forgiveness that is ours, the pardon in God. Let me read on. Hallelujah. For our, sin, uh, our, for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin. We've been completely pardoned. Amen. In accordance with the riches of his grace, God's rich in grace, which he lavished on us, poured out upon us. Hallelujah. In all wisdom, it was wise for God to do this and understanding with practical insight. Hallelujah. God knew what he was doing. When he did this, kingdom reality, let's review what we just went over. 
We're blameless. We're forgiven. We're highly favored. Hallelujah. We're surrounded by favor and grace. These are kingdom realities that we are not always aware of. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go on to our next slide. As believers, we must allow Christ to express his life through us. We must allow, excuse me for a second, Christ to express his life. It's, our will is involved here. Do we allow Christ to express his life through us? What are you talking about, brother pastor? Next slide, please. We're in Galatians again. Galatians 2.20, one of my most favorite scriptures here. This is Paul talking to the church at Galatia. The, the book of Galatians is mostly about law versus grace. He's, he's, he's given an understanding to his listeners about the difference between law and grace. Amen. That the law was supposed to bring us to the end of ourselves, show us that we needed a savior, in particular the Jews, that they needed a savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we could not keep the law perfectly. The law is holy, just, and good. We read that uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago. Amen. So the law is holy, just, and good. It just doesn't have the ability to transform us. Only Christ and then the Holy Spirit can transform us. Amen. All right. So let's read what Paul has to say here. Hallelujah. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I have shared his crucifixion. How do, how do how did Paul share Christ's crucifixion? How do we share his crucifixion? Hallelujah. When Christ died, when for, let's, let's first back up here. Christ was the God man. God put on flesh, became a man. He had a body like, a physical fleshy body like man, the God man. All right. Jesus is often referred to by Paul as the second Adam, all right, or the second progenitor of the human race, the second head of the human race, or now the new head of the human race. Jesus came and died for the sins of Adam and every subsequent man. Okay? Hallelujah. When he died, he man's sins had to be paid by the perfect man or the God man alright so Jesus defeated sin in man at the cross when he died we died we died to the Adamic uh, curses we died to everything that Adam set down to us we died to generational curses he was our representative. Man died. Man paid the penalty for man's sin. That man happened to be the God-man, Christ. So when he died, we died. It is no longer I who live, Paul says. Uh-oh. As Christians, it should no longer be I who live, but Christ lives in me. What do you mean is Christ, is Christ coming down from heaven and living inside me? No. We have the spirit of Christ or the Holy Spirit now living in us. He, he doesn't, although he has his own will, he chooses with his will, amen, to do the will of Christ and Father God in us if we allow him. It is no, no longer I who live. We're talking about kingdom realities, amen. 
Is it you who's steering this ship, amen, or is it the Holy Spirit? But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith or by adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God. If I'm going to be honest with you, for every minute of the day, I don't always adhere to, rely on, or completely trust the, the Son of God, hallelujah, I, I gave you the testimony about me with my income stream doing things my way and not trusting the plan that God had clearly shared with me. And when I did, the benefits started to flow. Who loved me and gave himself up for me? God came and died for you. It's a concept that other religions think is foolish. That God, how could God die? God loved us so much. He died a physical death. Obviously, his essence as God, his being, did not die. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was separated. His his essence was separated from his earthly body. So a death, a separation occurred. But his essence cannot die. Hallelujah. What is this all saying here? Amen. As Christians, we got to take our hands off the wheel and allow the Holy Spirit to place his hand on the wheel. I have a car I've had for about, about, about a month and a half now, and it has the ability to drive itself on the highway. And I'm just giving you an earthly analogy, whether you believe in that or not, as far as the car thing, you know, it's, that's not the big point here. The point being is I've had to learn how to trust, take my hands off the wheel, hallelujah, uh, from a control standpoint, because you're supposed to have your hands on there, but to allow the car to navigate, because it has eight eyes and I only have two. It can see a whole lot better than I can, all right? So that's an earthly analogy from a life analogy. Allowing the Holy Spirit who knows life better than you and I to lead us and guide us into all truth. If we're going to be honest, can you ask yourself that question? Have I allowed the Holy Spirit to have his way or am I a carnal or unspiritual Christian. I can tell you, I, from time to time, am a carnal, unspiritual Christian. Yet, God sees, still sees me as blameless and forgiven. It's just about me getting my thoughts back in line with his, allowing him to have his way, and to keep it moving. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we are challenged by carnality in the church and in our day-to-day -day lives. When we allow the Holy Spirit to have his way, hallelujah, we're operating in the nature of Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Next slide, please. I know because we, I know we want to get over that one. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The nature of Christ springs forth from the believer who is in love with. Are you in love with Christ? This is a question. I could love Christ. I could know he died for my sins. I could know it's a good thing to be a Christian. But I could be not 
in love or have a passion for Christ. So if I'm in love with Christ, I could yield to him. If I'm in love with Christ, I could surrender to him. The nature of Christ springs forth from the believer who is in love with and thus yielded to and finally surrenders to Christ. Hallelujah. What is the nature of Christ? Next slide, please. Galatians 5.22. This is the very personality of Christ. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us, is love. Christ has a loving personality. This is the per unselfish concern for others, so much so that he came and died, or took the blame for our sins. Hallelujah. Joy. Christ is full of joy. He is the source of joy. Hallelujah. Inner peace. Christ has inner peace. Hallelujah. Patience. Not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Hallelujah. He suffered in the garden of Gethsemane, although he knew he was going to die. Hallelujah. He allowed, excuse me, he allowed himself to endure that. Kindness. You know, you know you're operating by the nature of Christ when you're kind. When you're unkind, that's not God. That's you. That's me. I can be unkind at times. That is not God. When I'm operating that way, it is not God. Hallelujah. Kindness. Hallelujah. Goodness or being generous to others. That is God. God so loved the world he gave. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is a part of the personality of Christ expressed to us and in us and through us when we allow by way of the Holy Ghost. Gentleness. Oh, my God. We have a dearth or an absence of gentleness. I know I struggle with gentleness from time to time. That's when I know I have to realign my in, inner man with the Holy Spirit. I have to allow him to express himself, express the personality of Christ through me. Self-control. If you are struggling with self-control, amen, I'm particularly talking to us that, uh, well, not particularly. I am talking to us who have addictions and those of us who struggle with, uh, with habits or ways that are not in line with God. Self-control. The Holy Spirit expresses the personality of Christ through us when we love, are yielded to, and surrender to him, in this sense, in self-control. We're struggling with self-control. It is a work of the Holy Spirit within us. It's not a work of our wills. Yes, our will has to say, Lord, have your way, but ultimately the strength, the ability to do it is by way of the Holy Spirit. Against such there is no law. So when you are operating... Allowing the Holy Spirit to express the personality of Christ, the way he thinks, the way he feels, the way he acts through you, there's no law that can come against you. All right, you're a law-abiding citizen, both for the kingdom of God and here on earth. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with his passions and appetites. Hallelujah. There's some suffering when we don't get our way. But if we love him, we're going to do it. If we're yielded to him, we're going to do it. If we surrender to him, we're going to endure the suffering, just as Jesus endured the suffering on our behalf. We, in turn, 
endure the suffering that he might express himself through us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our suffering comes when, from when we don't get to do what we want to do. Our human nature is fallen. It wants to do things that are not in our best interest. God always wants to do things in our best interest. But hallelujah, when we crucify the flesh or the sinful nature, we are saying, God, you have your way, even if it means my sinful nature has to suffer. My sinful nature is, is me apart from God, is you apart from God. It's the lower part of us, hallelujah. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk or be led by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. Courage. It takes courage to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in your life, especially when the world is clowning you when you do it. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. God doesn't even expect you to have your conduct empowered by you. That's religion. Your conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're almost done here. Next slide, please. We're talking about the kingdom realities. Is your conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit that the personality or the nature of Christ is expressed through you? Next slide, please. This is our last scripture. Hallelujah. We must not become conceited. It can't be all about us. Oh, I'm Pastor Brown. I'm a great man in God. I'm anointed and you're not. No, that's conceited. It's not God. Hallelujah. Challenging or provoking one another. Amen. Hallelujah. Envying one another. I'm not going to envy you if I have everything that God has for me. You're not going to envy anybody else if you have everything that God has for you. We're talking about the kingdom realities today. Hallelujah. That we, hallelujah, have peace with God. We, we concert with God. And thus we can have peace with one another regardless of what our skin color is, what our background is. Hallelujah. It ends racism. That Hallelujah. We have righteousness. We have God's divine approval. We should have peace. We have peace between him and us. Hallelujah. Because of what Jesus did. And now we should express that one towards another. Joy is an awareness of God's grace that God, hallelujah, Father God now sees us as blameless, as forgiven, hallelujah, glory to God. We should allow the nature of Christ to be expressed through us, amen, hallelujah. That's the, the, the Galatians 5, 22 and 23, amen, that the personality of Christ is expressed through us by way of the Holy Spirit. We do this when we have a passion or uh, we're in love with Christ, not we just love him, hallelujah, glory to God. I love him sometimes is, all right, I love you, amen, but I'm still going to do what I want to do, hallelujah. But to be in love is to surrender, to yield, to allow him to express his life through you. And the point of all this today is that we might live at the pinnacle of God's will for our lives, that every waking hour, hallelujah, we can enjoy that righteousness, that peace, and the joy in the Holy Spirit, that our mental health challenges, our emotional health challenges, Ultimately, our physical challenges melt away as we walk in the reality that has been expressed through us through God's word, hallelujah, that we have rights and privileges to live a quality of life even on this fallen world that is far superior than we can do for ourselves. Yes, there are people with plenty of money out there, hallelujah, money in and of itself is not a bad thing. There's people with worldly success and success in and of itself is not a bad thing, hallelujah, but 
What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his own soul? We want to live on the cutting edge, or we should want to live on the cutting edge of his will, where every waking hour we are enjoying the full benefits of being a Christian. Hallelujah. One of our chief challenges is we're not aware of these things, these kingdom realities. And number two, amen, we're comfortable in our carnality. I'm saying we because I'm human like you are. Hallelujah. We're comfortable in being uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to suffer needlessly. Our suffering is really about our wills being crucified and allowing Christ to come forth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We can have joy. We can have a sound mind, a healthy mind, healthy emotions as expressed through us by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We could be a blessing everywhere we go, sharing and expressing the personality of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Having impact everywhere we go and just looking forward to each day, waking up like, hallelujah, thank you for your grace, Lord. Thank you, I'm alive. Hallelujah. Thank you, I have eternal life. Hallelujah. Thank you that you have an opportunity to impact others uh, for Christ. Hallelujah. That we don't have to be miserable anymore if we so choose. We don't have to be mean anymore. We don't have to be rough with each other anymore. Even when we tell the truth, we should speak the truth in love, seasoned with grace, and not so harsh and rough. But the life of Christ could be expressed through us. Because when we do those things, we get back what we put out there as far as our relationship with others. Amen. Hallelujah. We do these things. Amen. We're going to have a full church. We're going to have the move of the Holy Spirit. We're going to see miracles. We're going to see our children, our young adults on fire for the Lord. We're going to have dynamic praise and worship. We're going to have a word that feels like a rhema word each week with God's impacting us and filling our spirits. Amen. We're going to look forward to waking up every day. We're going to look forward to being a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm done. God bless you all. Amen. Listen, I want to speak to you uh, out there that don't know God, that don't know that you have the opportunity to be highly favored, that don't know you have the opportunity to have all your sins forgiven, that don't know that God loves you so much, even as you are now, he came on earth and died for your sins or was separated from his body for your sins. That God wants you to have victory every single day. And when you have challenges, God's there to provide for you. Amen. To, to make a way for you. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. If you would like an existence, a life that is far superior than what you have right now. If you are angry with God and would like to reconnect with God have a better understanding of God and this world we live in, uh, this fallen world, amen. And you just want something different. And even if you've been to church before, but you've not heard it quite explained like this before, now you're intrigued. Your faith has been 
restore today. I want you to say these words with me. It's, it's up to you. It's, it's your will, whether you do. Hallelujah. Make a choice for Christ. Say these words for me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for all my sins, past, present, and future. Thank you for saving me. And if you believe that prayer you just prayed, now say, amen, or so be it. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to encourage you to find a church home that preaches Christ and avails Christ in, in a powerful way. If you'd like to join us here at the Living Waters Christian Center, amen. Currently, we're exclusively online, but God had an opportunity for us for a nice building where we can fellowship together, where we can have church together, amen. Hallelujah, where we can impact the community, have dynamic praise and worship, dynamic fellowship, amen. Our young adults and children are on fire for the Lord. Our older folks like myself and those that are older than me can be renewed and refreshed, have our, our youth renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. We, he has all that in store for us because God wants to, uh, we're highly favored in him. Hallelujah. He wants to express and bestow upon us all the grace and the favor. Surround us with favor and grace. Hallelujah. I, this, this is the God we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can join us if you like here online. We're here every week at 1130 a.m. Hallelujah. Once we are settled and secure our new place, you can certainly come and join us if you're in the New York area. We'd love to have you. We'd love to fellowship with you. Amen. Hallelujah. So God bless you. Once again, welcome to the family of God. Listen to everyone out there. We need your help. Now, I know we're online. I know we're not in the physical building, but we still need your contributions. We, we're going to need funds to move into this next building there. Uh, you know, the owner is entitled to... The transaction monies for us to go in there. All right. Hallelujah. So we need your help to make that a smooth transition. Okay. And to continue to spread the gospel. Hallelujah. So those of you who weren't able to give last week or mail it in or uh, however, uh, which arrangements you may make with me or my wife or whoever. Amen. Hallelujah. We need your help. Amen. You can help in one of two ways. Amen. Hallelujah. You can give online. Though for those of us that feel comfortable giving online with digital transactions, hallelujah. You can give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. <coughs> Excuse me. There you can give a, a, a tax deductible donation to the Living Waters Christian Center. If you feel like uh, this church is doing good things, that we are spreading the gospel, please, ma'am, please, sir, please donate, please invest. Please give tithe, offerings, whatever title you want to put on it. Please invest in the church that the church can continue to exist and to share the good news about Jesus Christ. That we might smoothly enter into our next building and impact the community. He has something great for us. Hallelujah. And I'm looking forward to the realization, the manifestation of that. Hallelujah. So please, ma'am, please, sir, even though we're online, we need your help. Please reach out and express to us, hallelujah, uh, how you want to, if you want to give online, great, lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. If you have a donation and you weren't able to give last week, please 
make arrangements with me or my wife where we can um, get your donations and the church can continue to grow and to thrive. Amen. Holly, the second way, if you feel comfortable with this, is to mail in your donation to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. You can mail in your donation there. Uh, one of us will pick it up and deposit it into the church for you. Amen. Hallelujah. For those of us that are members and you would like to give in some other way, like I just mentioned, please reach out to me, my wife, or whoever you want to do it. Amen. And invest in the church. Make your donation. Make your tithe. Your offering. For those of you who don't have seed, I'm going to pray for you. You don't have an offering right now. You're struggling. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you because... It is God that ultimately gives us the seed, amen, hallelujah, the, 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 the money, amen, to invest back in his church, amen. We, the, the, the physical organization on earth needs money in this world system, amen, hallelujah. God in heaven doesn't need our money. He gives us the seed to support the church, amen, glory to God. So let me pray over our offerings, amen, and for those who may be struggling to have a seed right now. Hallelujah. I want to guarantee you that God's going to give you a plan to get seed. Then it's up to you to allow his plan to be executed in your life or not. So here we go. Father God, we thank you and praise you, Lord God, for the seed we sow. We pray for those who don't have seed or have money to sow today or to give today, Lord God. Bless them with the seed. You are the seed giver, Lord God. Bless them with the seed or the finances that they might be blessed to be a blessing and that they can give and reap a harvest, that all of us can reap a harvest. Father God, bless us that give today, hallelujah, some 30-fold return, some 60-fold return, some 100-fold return, some a million-fold return, that we might be blessed to be a blessing, that we might sow into the church, Lord God, as Christ was sown unto us and that the gospel is spread, that there's a smooth transition for the Living Waters Christian Center into its new building, that the community is impacted by Christ, Lord God. Have your way total and complete in our lives. We yield that you might have your way in our lives, Lord God. Hallelujah. Bless us and keep us today in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you all. For those of you who have given, those of you who are unable to give, look out for God's plan and directions that he might put finances in your hands, that you are blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love you all. I miss you all. Amen. Hallelujah. We will be back together soon. Hallelujah. I'm confident of this. I will not cast away my confidence, which brings great recompense of reward. I know God's got us. Amen. I would encourage you to hang in there. Look to him. Believe in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Operate in those kingdom realities we talked about today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They are essential for day-to-day -day victory. Amen. Knowing whose you are and what benefits of yours in Christ. Amen. So God bless you. Let's do the benediction and I'll see you next week. Amen. So Father God, we thank you and praise you for today, Lord God. We thank you for your word. We thank you for being able to gather virtually. We thank you for the kingdom realities, making us aware of them, Lord God. Now, Father God, we desire to live victorious every single day, Lord God. Instruct us, Father God. Lead us and guide us into all truth. Make us aware of things we are unaware of, Lord God. Help us with our carnality. Help us to live 
and, and, and live the life of Christ, through, let the life of Christ be expressed through us by way of the Holy Spirit that we might enjoy victory in every area of our lives. Father God, as we end this service, let your favor go before us. Let your goodness and mercy hunt us down all the days of our lives. Bless those that are struggling. I speak healing. I speak life upon you right now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Be whole in the name of Jesus. I speak finances. Find you. Pursue you. Amen. As we talked about in the book of Ephesians, amen, that God, that you're pursuing us, are pursuing us to bless us. Pursue and bless, hallelujah, those out there struggling in Jesus' name. And Father God, just have your way in our young people, Lord God. Let a fire and a passion be in them. And bless our older adults, Lord God. Let a fire and passion be in us as well. Until we meet together again, either virtually online or in person. We bless you. We thank you for our new building in advance. This glorious place, next place you have for us. We thank you today. We praise you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God loves you. We love you. We will see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.